It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Nick Verzellini and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome to Tuesday, November 28th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Colin McLaughlin here alongside me, Dylan Bishop. No Nick Verzellini today, but Dylan in that chair that Nick typically is in. How's it feel? What are you, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm Nick Verzellini right here. Can't you can't you tell? <laughs> sure. Yeah, just less hair than usual. That's all. Yeah, doing all right, Colin. How are you today? Doing all right. Got a big show as we will be joined later on by the head coach of Martinsburg boys and girls basketball yep. teams and Ronnie Fitzpatrick as well as Dave Rogers. Our show brought to you by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, family owned full service funeral home, proudly serving the area since 1880. Coach Fitzpatrick will be our first coach that we'll have it. 12:15, Coach Rogers at 12:30. But first, Dylan, let's get into some Shepherd basketball as they had a few games over the weekend and both wins for men's and women's. Yeah, last game for the men's side was Sunday. They got themselves a 60 to 54 win against Bowie State to get themselves to three and two on the season so far, and. Like we've mentioned, you know, we'll have the first game of theirs that we will have to, to cover them on Friday against Seton Hill. We'll also have the, the games on Saturday, both the girls and the, the men's. And on Sunday, Philip Jordan led the way with 18 points. Daniel McLean Corley had 11. So did Carl, Carson Poffenberger and Michael Cooper added in 10. Basically the same team as last year, minus... John Preston adding a couple of freshmen who are contributing Michael Cooper and Marcus Banks. So I think that, you know, it's a promising start. At least you know, they didn't upset Virginia Union the way that they did last year early in the season. But there there's reason to be optimistic that this team can still kind of hold pace with what they did last year, at least. Right. Yeah, I think so. Starting off the year three and two, finally getting a few home game stretch uh getting in so maybe this team can be a little bit above 500 something that they haven't had in a few years and then on the other side women's basketball getting the first win of the year over Wilmington Delaware 57-53 a team kind of on paper the same level maybe as this team that Shepard has Wilmington 0-6 on the year but hey wins a win right Right, yeah, last year the women's team for Shepard didn't get their first win until February 8th. So it's a big improvement to be able to get that win over Thanksgiving break. And I got to watch the the game that they ended up losing to Bowie State over Thanksgiving break on Tuesday. They lost 65-61. to they, they led a good bit of that game, especially in the first half. They went into the half with the lead. I think they might have even took it into the third quarter. But it's still kind of a lot of the same issues as last year, cannot being able to hold leads. I will say that they haven't had the same turnover issues, uh, or not quite as bad at least. And the one in the game that I saw up close and personal, it seemed like that they do have some of these new recruits that have come in and 
a few they i think coach kaufman focused more on making sure they got some guards in they got kara Wenner, a freshman from staten island and layla copeland a junior transfer from barton uh originally out of reston virginia those two uh handled a lot of the bulk ball handling duties and there was also Dara Harrison the the local product out of Martinsburg who handled the ball a bit and it, it seemed like this team actually has point guards now who can handle the ball Peyton Grant is a great shooter but not so much a point guard that distributes and handles the ball she's a great spot up shooter and she showed that against Bowie State in that game that I saw and it, the team still overall though has trouble scoring a lot of points outside of those three balls from Peyton Grant, uh, Kara Miner hit one at the very least, and then Sydney Bowles is able to do some stuff off the dribble. It's still kind of difficult for this team to score a lot of points, and that's going to be the issue going forward. But it at least looked more like a cohesive team in terms of players fitting into their roles. They had some so it's some players down low, so some new transfers there. Uh, the players like Carmaya Bowman and Katie Christ got some minutes, Annie Hunt, and they, they seemed like it was, this team feels like, like I said, more cohesive. Like there's players in roles that fit. You have the wings and the guards and the bigs that it, it fit into a a better rotation, whereas last year it just felt like it was just a couple of you know, forwards and mostly wing players that were kind of trying to have to do everything, handle the ball and score and defense and rebounding. It's a, it's a little more cohesive now. Which is a good sign to see. You were looking at the beginning of the season for this team and got a little bit worried because of just the final scores that you were seeing and how we knew last year went only getting that one win all year long and then you go out and lose by... 30 plus in both of your first two games against Virginia State and West Virginia Wesleyan but now seeing them be more competitive granted maybe it was because of the level of play difference between the teams you never know but the fact that Bowie State only a four-point loss Wilmington you got the win early in this year maybe this team is going to progress which is obviously what you hope for how much so is still the unknown but there are early signs of it right there definitely is and it might not translate into a whole lot of wins this year like we saw it was kind of an issue last year the where they would hang around for two or three quarters and then kind of fall apart and turn the ball over a lot as the game went on and we'll see what happens as we get further and further into the season we get into some conference play uh even just this week again we will have the men's and women's games for Shepard on Friday as well as Saturday. Friday is against Seton Hill. First game for women's at 3 o'clock. Men's will follow. And then on Saturday, it's a 1 o'clock tip-off against Cal U. So we step aside, take our first break here on today's edition of the Sports Mix. Our segment brought to you by Parsons Ford of Martinsburg at 1400 Shepherdstown Road and online at ParsonsFord.com. They became number one by making you number one first. Parsons on the other side of this break will be joined by the head basketball coach of Martinsburg girls, Ronnie Fitzpatrick. Right, uh, is a little higher. 
Now, back to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. We were good. We were gone. Welcome back after the break here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 for the Sports Mix. Colin McLaughlin alongside me is Dylan Bishop as we are now joined on the phone line by the head coach for the Martinsburg High School girls basketball program, Ronnie Fitzpatrick. Coach Fitzpatrick, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you gentlemen doing? Doing all right. No worries. Trying Appreciate to get, the trying to get uh, in mid-season form with, uh, <laughs> with, 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 with the vocals. So season gets underway here in about a week, week and a half. First off, we'll get into last year. It was your first year as the head coach of the program. Just talk to us a little bit about what that season was like and what you learned about the team. Well, you know, it was a uh, up and down season. I would say um, we started off a little slow, um, and uh, I think we reached a point where um, we started to recognize who we were, um, what style of play we needed to play, and uh, and the girls just developed. They started to become um, know who they were, and and you know we were able to to kind of get going down the stretch there. Um, we had a four or five game winning streak um, going into sectional play. Um, then, of course, um, the powerhouse of Spring Mills, who they were, uh, knocked us off in the uh, sectional championship. And then we pa- battled against Washington in the, uh, in the regional final. Um, really good game. Um, two well-coached teams. Um, it just fell short of our goal. Um, so really excited about this upcoming year. Coach, if there's one part of last year's team that you could you know, harness and take into this season, what would it be? Starting off faster. Um, I think we, you know, last year we were, of course, starting over in a new program. Um, you know, everybody's trying to get to know me. They're trying to learn out who our coaching staff is. We're trying to learn who the players are. Um, and, and we've established that now. Um, they know what to expect from me, and, and, and I know what I can um, expect from them. Um, so expect to have a, a, a faster start um, this year. Looking at this year, what are some goals that you have in place for your team? Well, of course, um, develop these girls um, on and off the court. Um, really big on, on, you know, just their development day in and day out. You know, it's one of our sayings last year and it's one of our sayings this year, is, you know, let's win every day. You know, if we can get in the gym and improve, you know, 1%, we can take a step forward. If we can have a better understanding um, of, of the game of basketball, um, we're going to, you know, we're going to progress in, in the right direction. So as long as we continue to do that day in and day out, and we'll, we'll be where we need to be. Um, of course, all, all the goals are to, you know, win the section, um, win the region, move on to states, win a state title. Um, so, you know, that, that, that won't change. That, that's always will be our standard. It's a bit of a special season in, in, in a certain way for you here, Coach, where it's going to be the first season that you have without Caleb Fitzpatrick. Wanted to know what that transition for you has been like as a coach and just in general. You know, it's, it's bittersweet. Um, you know, so my older daughter, um, I got to coach as an assistant coach at Musselman for four years. And then it was coaching, you know, um, Kyla there for, for four years. So, you know, I, when I say bittersweet, 
the bitter part is, of course, I miss them. Um, they're playing college basketball now. So I, I, I get to, you know, tonight, uh, Janae plays right after practice. So I'll, I'll go right down. And I'll pull it up on ESPN Plus and watch her. Um, but it, it is different. You know, um, there's there's those conversations you get to have with them after the game, um, whereas you know now I don't I don't get to have those conversations with some of the kids. Uh, but I've got pretty good relationships with 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 some of my girls now. I, I treat them like my daughters. Um, I won't name off the ones that uh, are probably tired of me texting them after scrimmages, after practices. Um, it, it, but but they're 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 bearing the load of what my daughters used to take um, before. Uh, but at the same time, I, I am excited. You know. It's, it's it's I didn't get into coaching just to coach my kids. Um, you know, I, I played basketball for my whole life, um, four years at Shepherd, and all the way up. And, and I, I love coaching. I love teaching. I, I, I love the game, um, and I feel like it's my vehicle to kind of help and give back. Let's now look at the roster for this year's team. Who are some returners from last year's team that are looking to make a big impact this year? Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited, and I'll start with some of the uh, some of the younger girls. We've got um, three sophomores. We we were um, extremely young last year. You know, of course, we just two seniors, one being my daughter. Um, I was able to bring up four or five freshmen that got viable varsity minutes. Um, so you know, I'll start off with uh, Jordan Green, sophomore guard. Um, she's improved her game all around. Student of the game has been working extremely hard on, you know, at all of her aspects of the game. Um, Kayla Nelson, um, sophomore guard, um, uh, maybe started two or three games for us last year. Um, she's taken big leaps um, a- a- as an on-the-ball defender. Um, she's going to see a lot of time at the point guard position um, and is shooting the ball a ton better. Um, you guys are, I'm sure, familiar with um, Tiana T. Um, Santa Maria, she uh, – another sophomore um, started probably 90% of our games last year as is an improved score um, is really starting to get her hands into, you know, who she wants to be. Um, and then you start to look at, you know, um, some of our, our, our post play, um, Addie Strobel, um, kid runs the floor like a deer. She's a three sport kid, works hard every day. Um, she has the potential to average a double double. She was near that last year. Um, then of course you got, you know, Cadence Bradley, um, great size, smart IQ um, shows flashes at times of being one of the best players in the state did that last year in, in moments passes the ball well can shoot from the outside um, you know I think she's at a, a really good place mentally and with her goals and stuff so um, I'm excited about her and then we got some, some, some new additions too that I'm really excited about we've got a, a young lady Ava Underwood she's a junior extremely strong athletic brings a, a level of toughness um, Serenity Ritchie, um, she's another senior, um, guard forward, can really play all four positions, smart, well-rounded. Um, she, she, you know, she was one of the better players in the area last year, so she's going to, I think, be, a, be a, a huge, huge help for us. Um, who else am I missing here? Um, oh, and then Haley Martin, you know, another senior guard, really smart defender, great passer, brings another level of toughness, um, um, plays the angles really good on defense. So we've got a lot of pieces um, and, and, and a lot of kids. It's about them meshing together, um, me putting them in the right situation to develop together. And uh, um, But I'm really excited about them. Um, they've been working hard. Coach, when you get down to it, what do you think the strength or the main strengths of this team are going to be uh, where you see them right now? And what would you say would be the the identity of this team just in general? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So 
our speed in the guard position. You know, another kid that I, I, I didn't mention, senior guard, um, Ania Gideon. Um, her her speed and, and her on-the-ball de- defense is exceptional at times. Um, you know, I've, got, I've probably got two or three guards that are probably some of the faster guards, um, I believe, in the state. Um, but then we also have great size. Um, you know, our, our front court, we're looking at, you know, 6'5", 6'1", 6'2". You know, but getting all that to mesh, of course, because, you know, the, the, it's that speed, but also utilizing your size. You know, I, I think our identity wants to be an aggressive, smart, defensive team, um, you know, that can change looks at you, um, give you a couple of different things, and then offensively, utilize that speed and size. You know, the high-low game, um, screens, you know, um, just just be able to play from inside out. So we're currently joined by Ronnie Fitzpatrick, the head coach of the Martinsburg girls basketball team. Let's now take a look at the EPAC. The past recent years, there's been a lot of transition, it seems like, in coaching changes for multiple different programs. You're only in your second year at Martinsburg, which in the Mm -hmm. county actually puts you tied with Coach Faircloth is now the most tenured <laughs> coach in the county, which is crazy because it's only year yeah, two for you. Yeah. But just get your thoughts, I guess, on the EPAC and what you're looking forward to this year in the conference. Yeah, I mean, we are um, young in the positions we are. But all these coaches, and, you know, we can start right here in the county. Um, I mean, you, you guys know what Faircloth does um, on the football side and, and here now. You know, just looking at his team last year, um, they were a completely different team. The, the team we played in the section versus the team we played the first time. So I fully expect them to come ready to play um, and, and ready to compete, you know. Um, Spring Mills, of course, they've got a new coach. Um, you know, but the program's been, been um, winning for a long time. When you when when you're producing a winning environment, the kids still know how to win. You know, I know there's been some change there and all that, but um, I'm, I'm here to tell you that that if anybody in, in the EPAN, and I don't think that they are sleeping on what Spring Mills is going to have, they, they're going to be crazy. You know, so I expect them fully to come pr- prepared to play. Um, and then you go down, you, you go down Jefferson County. You, you look at Coach Edwards. I mean, that team's loaded. Um, they, you know, took a trip to the states last year, knocked us off in, in the regionals, and ended our our day. Um, they're going to be a hard team to beat day in and day out. And he's going to have them prepared. Um, you know, Musselman, of course. You know, Coach Potter over there. Um, it's his first year at the helm, but he was doing it last year. He did some really great things as a freshman coach on the boys' side, and then he was coaching girls previously. So Coach Potter's going to have them, them them kids ready to roll. And 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 Damon's, I guess, I guess he's a senior at a bunch. Um, Coach Smith down in Jefferson. Um, he's going to be a little bit younger, I believe, um, but he's going to have one of the best guards in the area, Jasmine Taylor. Um, and he's always feisty. He's going to have him prepared to play defense. He's going to throw some different things at you. Um, so I, I fully expect that, you know, the EPAN to surprise some people this year. All right, Coach, before we let you get out of here, I just wanted to ask you a bit. You know, you focus so much on, on basketball as a coach, but when when it's time to get away from basketball, uh, for at least you know short periods of time, you know maybe in season, uh, not mm-hmm. so much to get to do this. But w- how do you unwind and get away and escape from basketball when when you're not you know going through and focusing on coaching? Oh man, um, it it honestly it's still basketball. So with my two daughters, you know playing, um, Kyle is at York and Janae is at Hofstra. Um, I, I literally when there's a day off, we are traveling to try to watch their games. 
Um, so there, there is really, you know, no break, which, which we love. I'm, I'm, you know, thrilled that, that they're achieving some of their goals and, and, you know, I'm proud that I get an opportunity to just, just watch it. Um, and just to kind of give you an example, uh, two weeks ago, um, school was out on Friday. We practiced that morning. That evening, York played at home in, in their opening tournament. So we traveled up. It's about an hour and 45 minutes away. Um, came back. We practiced Saturday morning. Got back in the car, drove to York, watched uh, the, the, the second day of their tournament. Then stayed the night in York, got up, drove to New York, Hempstead, Hofstra, watched Nay play, and drove back and got back in the gym Monday. So uh, my free time is spent in the gym, and I wouldn't have it any other way. All right, Coach Fitzpatrick, appreciate the time and best of luck to you and the team this year. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thanks for always uh, supporting girls basketball and really appreciate you guys having me on. Look forward to seeing you. Sounds good. Thank you, Coach. As we take a look here for the schedule, we will have over a dozen girls basketball games on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 this year, starting December 13th, and that will be the Martinsburg Bulldogs as they host the Petersburg Vikings. Step aside, take a break here on today's edition of the Sports Mix as this segment brought to you by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Visit them at 360 Hack. Wilson Way or online at Orsinis.com on the other side of this break will be joined by the boys basketball coach Dave Rogers. You're tuned into the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM740, and TV10. Welcome back to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Colin McLaughlin alongside me, Dylan Bishop, as we're now joined on the phone line by the head coach of the Martinsburg boys basketball team, Dave Rogers. Coach Rogers, how's everything going? Hey, doing great. Thank you for asking. It's good to hear as the basketball season week or so away. Just tell us about how the offseason was like and how the team's looking. Well, I think we had a great off season. Um, we were actually to actually able to take a an old room that has not been used and convert it into a, um, a weightlifting facility, so that we have our own place that we can we can lift some weights. You know, basketball doesn't um, take a lot of room inside the weight room because we do a lot of things with heavy balls and and uh, ply boxes. So it, it it's been great. Um, very, very fortunate to have a, a, a great uh, coaching staff. You know, Marcellus Basie is now our assistant and does a wonderful job. And now Kip Shallis has joined our um, our staff uh, on that JV uh, area. So he is very knowledgeable. He's been a head coach before in Loudoun County. So I tell you what, our, our kids have worked very hard in the off season, and I think we, we finally have a, a nucleus after – um, after what we went through last year, we finally have a nucleus. I think that is going to uh, play a good brand of basketball, and there's a lot of good chemistry there. <laughs> Coach, when it comes to last year's team and coming into this season, what do you think is the main thing that you'd like to have carry over from last year and build upon going into this year? Well, you know, we kind of revamped. Uh, you're going to see a lot of new faces. 
Uh, we've had some guys that we thought were going to end up coming back to us, and one went to Florida and one went to Walkersville. And, you know, it, it's it's amazing um, uh, to go from year to year because you really don't know. Um, you, you always There's always a surprise somewhere. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not good. But, you know, we – we uh, we weren't able to uh, – that was our first losing season in, in my term as 45 years at Martinsburg High School, and that's uh, that's something that's hard to swallow. And, uh, you know, just we've, we've really tried to rebuild it, and we've got some new faces in there, and I, I just uh, – I like what I see. I like our I like our intensity, um, and I like, uh, I like what our young men are doing. Since you're ma- mentioning some new faces – don't want to fully put you on the spot, but uh, I guess do your best in telling us who some of those new faces are to the program this year. Well, you know, you've got some guys that played a little bit. You know, Anthony Awuna was on our JV team and dressed a little bit. He's about 6'4 now. Um, uh, Zion Adjimandua is about 6'5 now, doing a real good job. You've got Jeremy White is a sophomore, about 6'5. So, those are our bigs, and, uh, you know, I think our strength is going to be at that guard spot. Uh, we're really pleased with Matt Robinson and how he's playing right now, and he'll be a senior. We won't have a lot of seniors, maybe one or two. Jackson Steen uh, is in there a good bit, and um, you're going you're gonna to see, uh, I think, the improvement um, with Matt Robinson as a shooter. We like what Kyrie Bunny is doing. He's uh, when we get him off the football team and Chase Shipley, uh, so they're all coming back. And then you've added Josiah King, who's uh, who's uh, very quick with his hands and very heady. Those makes some nice passes. And uh, I think uh, Keyshawn Cheeks uh, really adds a lot to us with his uh, physicalness and his uh, ability to handle the basketball and get to the rim. How has it gone so far in this preseason leading up to the season in terms of identifying the strengths of this team? What are those strengths in your mind? And when it comes to identifying an identity for this team, what do you think that's going to be? Well, I don't think there's any question that our identity and our strength is going to be in the guard position. Um, we've got to be able to press 94 feet uh, you got to be able to pick them up when they get off the bus and don't let them down to the horn rings. And, um, you know, I think that's our, our strength. And, of course, you know, again, we're, we've got such an outstanding football program that we don't get our football players till next Monday, and then we play Saturday. Um, all the other schools in the area have had their players for at least two weeks and some three weeks, some within four weeks. And so it, 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 it you're kind of – going back and reteaching you know it's if anybody has coached and you don't have your whole team there when you start and you have to bring them in pieces it it's very tough and that's kind of a lot of times while we get off to some slow starts so you know we we uh those kids will be ready to go they'll come off of one sport right into another and they'll be ready to go uh because they are athletes and uh they'll do a great job for us and we're really looking forward to having them and in the meantime, you know, we, we've kept our core of six or seven uh, together that's uh, worked hard, and, and we'll, uh, we'll go from there. With that being said, you've done this for plenty of years. How do you, I guess, or what do you do to 
do your best to make sure there's not a slow start for your team? Well, you know, the, uh, even even the players that are in other sports, um, if you're a basketball player, you're not practicing, but certainly you somewhere down those arms you've kept a ball in your hand so that you can shoot the basketball because it doesn't take much to do that. It's kind of fun to go in the gym sometimes by yourself and just shoot. But, you know, we just, uh, you know, we'll blend them. Uh, as they come back in, we'll – They'll actually have five days, which is the minimum time that they, they have to be there Monday. Um, and then they get five practices in, and we play Saturday. We play um, Western Albemarle up at Hanley in the showcase. And um, Western Albemarle, Charlottesville, uh, very good. Uh, 6'7", 6'6", 6'6", and I worry about their height inside. And, and But they're they're just well, we're well drilled, and it's going to be an excellent ball game. So, you know, it'll it'll work its way out. Then we don't play again till the 18th, so that'll give us another week or 10 days to be able to get those guys back on board. And and I, and I think everybody knows the the uh, the biggest thing is is um, is the running part of it. Um, you know, you've got to you've got to be able to get up and down the floor, and it's going to take some time for those guys to build stamina, but they will uh, because they're athletes. And then there's other guys that. I can give you the name of Ronnie Harmon. I mean, uh, Grant Harmon. Ronnie's his dad, played for me also. Grant came off the football field right onto the basketball court and never missed a beat. Right off the basketball into baseball and never missed a beat. Some kids can do that. And so I think we've got kids that can do that. And, you know, we just uh, we just like their success they're having, and, and we look forward to have those guys with us. And as as you mentioned, being the basketball coach at a school that's known for football and has this football championship dynasty, you have that access to a bunch of athletes that may not necessarily be known as basketball players or think of themselves as basketball players. How often do you, you know, watch the football team and then identify players that, you know, this guy needs to come out and play basketball for me and you go and find him and, and ask him or tell him, say, hey, you need to come try out for my team. And how often do you actually get those guys to, to be able to do that? Well, you'll pick up a few here and there. And I mean, we're hearing some names of some guys that, that we think are coming out. We thought they were coming out last year. You know, we're really, uh, we really like Rashad Reed. Um, you know, Rashad uh, played basketball for the first time last year. And uh, my guys during the, when he was, he worked so hard. And uh, he was, uh, it, I think basketball really improved his foot speed, and he was in such great physical shape. Uh, and and he, uh, the thing I like about him is when he sets a screen, it's it's he sets a nice screen. So you know, Rashad will give us the minutes inside. He's not real tall, but boy, he is a a hustler and a great athlete. So we're you know, and then we've got three or four that we've mentioned that 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 will be there that have played for us and then we're hearing some names that, that may be coming and again you, you just don't know who's coming and who's leaving and, and once we get our team picked then we'll be just fine. So we're joined on the phone line by the head coach of the Martinsburg boys basketball team, Dave Rogers. Let's now take a look at the conference Coach Rogers, and just get your thoughts on how things might uh, shape up, what you've seen from the other five schools early on, or what you've heard. Well, uh, if people in this area like good basketball, I think you're going to see it this year because this is about this is a this is a great conference. The EPAC conference this year, I think, is 
is so I think every team I think every team in our EPAC is uh, is going to do a great job. You know, I don't think there's any question that Spring Mills um, is blessed with a lot of talented players. Um, Kedgesville will be right there. Uh, they've got two or three nice players, four players back. Musselman's got everyone back. Um, I think the uh, Ryan Miller, I think Ryan down at Washington High will do a an outstanding job. He's coming from the middle school program, and and so he'll do good. And then Jefferson is Jefferson. They've got speed. They've got athletes. And and you look at them, you say, well, they're okay. Well, they're better than okay. And now that the Jenkins boy has come back from Garetti um, to jo- rejoin them is really going to make them even a lot stronger. So, you know, it's just um, it's just going to be. A dog fight every night. You're not ever going to go into one of the EPAC games from anyone and count it as a win because it's going to be tough. And before we let you go, Coach, I, we just had Coach Ronnie Fitzpatrick on and asked him, I was curious, when he wants to unwind from coaching, uh, what is it that he likes to do? And if, funny enough, his answer was more basketball because of his daughters. But I was uh, curious: what does Coach Walk? Uh, what does Coach Rogers do when he wants to unwind and step away from coaching a bit? Is it mo- more basketball, or do you get away from basketball? Well, I think it's basketball all the time. Uh, the in fact, we were in Harrisonburg last night, Virginia scouting, and. Um, you know, and then and then during the day, I like to do things around the house. I was, in fact, I was just down in the shed doing some work, and got a little workshop down there, and I enjoy that, and enjoy spending time with my family. And uh, sometimes we'll just, uh, my wife and I will just get up and go to breakfast and spend the day together before we go to practice. So, you know, it, you, you gotta you gotta put all those pieces together, and uh, but. Uh, you know, and when it's basketball season, it's time for basketball, and uh, we've got to get ready to go, and everybody jumps in and enjoys it. All righty, Coach Rogers, appreciate the time, and we'll see you guys on December 11th for your first uh, home game against Heritage. Uh, that game is no longer being played. Well, there we go. So, we have our so answer. I'll tell you up ahead of time, I'll tell you what, we, somehow we got to mix up in the schedule, so we're not on their schedule, so we're not playing that. Um, and then we tried to replace them with another team, and we thought we had another team, and then they just called and said, "No, we can't do it." So um, we're 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 actually we're actually two games down. Um, it gets tougher and tougher to find games all the time, and um, you know we go to we actually go to Charleston this year at West Virginia State, and we'll play GW and Capital. And I think everybody understands how good GW is and is going to be when you got six, seven more transfers coming in this year. It's a, it's a different ball game too, and so you know it's it's a it's going to be a good schedule as always, and uh, we'll uh, we'll stay in there and we'll battle every game. All righty, appreciated, and we'll catch up with you later on this year. Okay, fellas, thank you, and have a great day. Thank you, as that was the head coach of the Martinsburg boys basketball team, Dave Rogers. Apologize for the beeping in the uh, background as something came up here in the studio. We'll try to get that resolved here during our two-minute break if we can. But this segment brought to you by Hagerstown Ford of Martinsburg. 
buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go online at HagerstownFord.com. Also, during this break, we'll be giving away two tickets to Friday night's game for the West Virginia Mountaineers men's basketball team as they take on St. John's in the Big East Big 12 battle. Call 304-263-6586 if you want these two tickets, and you'll win. That's it. It's that easy. So let's do it. Now, back to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back here to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 and TV 10. Colin McLaughlin here alongside me is Dylan Bishop. Our segment brought to you by the Marys Group of Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Stop by 1270 Winchester Avenue. Call them at 304 263 Four, three. Apologize is the beeping in the background going to be on for the rest of the show. It's one of our batteries that powers uh, the room, so don't want to risk what's plugged into it if I turn it off and potentially kick us off the air. So going to have to just suck it up and carry on as if it's not there and try to fix it after the show here in about eight minutes. Now, see, what happened, Colin, is we're sounding the alarm because the Washington Wizards have won a basketball game. Good transition they have. And how, you ask? It was because it was also against a two-win team. because they were playing the other worst team in the NBA, the Detroit Pistons. And they, well, boy, the Pistons are bad. They, They beat them by 19 points. Kyle Kuzma went off for 32-12-8, making Kyle Kuzma look like LeBron James, basically. That's what the, the Pistons did. I mean, on the other side, the Pistons had, you know, Kate Cunningham scored 26, Asord Thompson scored 16, Jaden Ivey 15, and Jalen Duran scored 12. But, I mean, it, it, it's just... We're tanking over here. This is the tank bowl. Decide who gets the first pick in this draft. Basically, at this point in the season, that that might be what it ends up coming down to is the Pistons and the Wizards. But in a draft where there are no stud players, there are no Victor Wembenyamas or, uh, you know, even like an Andrew Wiggins in this draft, there's no one that really sticks out as this number one prospect. You say, well, we'll get the worst record in the league. Hopefully, we get the number one pick, and at least we're getting this guy. There might be someone there in the end, you know, the, uh, you know, even the year like Lomella Ball and Anthony Edwards, that was considered a weak draft class. And Anthony Edwards is a star now, but still, it doesn't seem like there's going to be anyone in this draft class to even, you know, shore things up in a very short term fashion for the Wizards. This is this is going to be a long uh, long process. At least the Pistons, you have faith that, you know, Cunningham and Ivy, Alsor Thompson, Jalen Duran, all those guys, they, they have a core of, you know, three or four guys that you think th- th- they will, you know, come along at some point, hopefully. But the Wizards, man, it's it's Kuzma and it's it's Jordan Poole. It's Tyus Jones. At times. Yeah. But the good thing is, it just means that 
if this is the sound the alarm the wizards one it won't happen that much this year no it's that's a good 14. point it should not happen very much i saw there was a moment in that game last night where kate where uh, kate cunningham was guarding jordan pool and pool got the uh you know broke his ankles and he had a wide open shot and instead of just going up for the layup very quickly pool tried to you know stop and you know do an underhanded layup and he took so long you know kind of uh, taunting or however you want to put it you know doing what jordan pool does and Osor thompson came in and blocked the shot out of bounds it was incredible so they get the 126 107 win and the wizards play again i believe tomorrow uh, let me look here. Yes, that against the Orlando Magic. They have back-to-back games in Orlando, Wednesday and Friday. And you can hear tomorrow's game against the Magic for the Wizards right here on Talk Radio WRNR. Dave Johnson has the call. 645 is when the broadcast begins. Tip-off at 7 p.m. Speaking of Orlando, they're tied for second in the East. What's going on? I don't even know how Orlando is this good, really. Other than to say that Paolo Bancaro is really coming along and is turned into a great player. It's that and it's Franz Wagner. Both of those guys are averaging just under 20 points. And then you have Cole Anthony at 15 and and Mo Wagner playing really well for them as well. Even even Jalen Suggs is starting to play a little better. He's averaging 12 and a half. I mean, he, he kind of hasn't shown a whole lot for them so far i mean he's still only shooting 43 and a half percent but overall like the magic seemed just like a well-coached young team at this point with jamal mosley and if wagner and, Ban- and bancaro is a pretty good start to a a, a nice young core that if, if jalen suggs comes along and turns into something nice then they can hold this record i'd be very surprised if they ended the year you know second in in the east but you said this would have said the same thing about the kings at this point in last year and they ended up being the the three seed in the end but the the east doesn't really the east has those teams at the top more so than the west uh the celtics the bucks the sixers who all look really good and again they're tied they're they're only one they're only two games ahead of the heat they're had the same record as the sixers and the bucks and one game behind the celtics but pretty impressive for them so far it and is seven game win streak and as we said you get to play washington back-to-back games that so should be that win streak should uh <laughs> stay intact it should and then on the other side you have it, both sides of the of the nba right now the the standings are absolutely not what you would expect the minnesota timberwolves are 12 and 4 are the one seed in the east right in the west right now and then oklahoma city is the number two seed right now uh both them and the nuggets are one game back then it's the suns mavericks kings and then the rockets even even in the seventh seed right now at eight and six is surprising then you get the lakers at the eight oklahoma city looks great my my favorite team chet holmgren looks absolutely amazing so far he's already had two 30 point games and he made a ridiculous game winning shot against the warriors or game tying i should say that forced the game to go to overtime and then oklahoma city won it and him and shea gilgis alexander and jalen williams is a great trio then you throw in lou dort and he's playing great defense even you know 
Say what you will about God, Josh Giddy right now. He is a very, he's a, a reliable uh, on the court. He's a reliable distributor to the ball, and that's about it. Still plays really bad defense. Can't shoot threes. So. Uh, see if that develops or if anything else in the life and times of Josh <laughs> Giddy develops to, to where he's even on the team. Let's not get into that. We don't have enough time. No, that takes a lot more than, you know, two, a minute and a half to unpack for sure. Hey, Final Celtics. minute here. The Celtics are the ones here right now. Celtics are looking really good, but get into the Capitals, another local team in the NHL. They fell to the San Jose Sharks to start off the West Coast trip 2-1. Uh, to one yesterday um they will be back on the ice later this week to continue the west coast trip trying to pull up who they have next and when it looks like they will be against the kings uh tomorrow as well at 10 30 but that wraps things up here on today's edition of the sports mix appreciate ronnie fitzpatrick the head coach of the girls basketball team and dave rogers of the boys basketball team at martinsburg tomorrow Tomorrow, both boys and girls basketball coaches at Musselman will be on the show. But for Dylan Bishop, I'm Colin McLaughlin signing off for today's show.